Good evening, Americans. My name is Natalie Keshing. I'm, I run Nats.News. I have been going public for the last uh, seven years. This is regarding the crime and corruption in the United States. It's gone far and wide and just about every state in every law enforcement division, every justice, everyone is involved in it. It's quite consuming. But I'd like to start off with just reading from some of the articles that I post on Nat's writings. What I try to do on Nat's writings is bring you the complete truth, and I know it's the truth. This isn't a conspiracy theory, and I can assure you I'm a very real person. And a lot of people know about me. Mark Levin once quoted me on his show, uh, you know, not by name, but I sent him something that was very important, and he did mention it, and it would have only come from me. There are also a lot of people in Congress that are familiar with me, especially people that were very much supportive of President Trump, as I was. I voted for President Trump, and I voted for him twice, except my second vote was taken away from me, as it was from many of us in, this, in the United States. That was the massive election fraud that took place in 2020 that people like former Attorney General Bill Barr has persistently been on TV saying that there's no such thing, that President Trump is wrong. They're trying to make President, former President Trump look like, you know, he doesn't know what he's talking about, but obviously he does. We all know what happened. We all know what mainstream media did behind the scenes as well. And we were very disappointed when, you know, President Trump didn't get the election. I'm not saying that I agree with everything that President Trump does, but I'm going to tell you a story as well. I voted for President Obama because I believed in his magic, his charisma. I believe that anybody who runs for president has to have a lot of charisma. But I also believed long time ago, I was under the impression that anybody who ran for president was qualified to run and that they believed in America they believed in Americans. They believed in the Constitution of the United States, the Declaration of Independence, and our Bill of Rights. I believed in so much good that was part of what I thought America was. And it probably still is among many of our hearts that live here in America. But right now, we're in a lot of trouble. You know, it's quite a mess what has taken place in the last years, especially since Bush Jr., 9-11, uh, you know, that, that occurred. We don't have to get into that. But after he left and then Obama took place. Um, so I, going back to voting for President Obama, 
I voted for President Obama because, again, I believed in him. I believed in the values and the ethics and what he was telling America that, you know, he wanted to be our president, represent us, and above all, a president's first responsibility is to protect our national security. I believed in his wife, Michelle. I believed in his two darling daughters. You know, I believed in that American hope. I believe that, wow, we've come far. We have our first black president, even though President Obama is half black and half white. But I'm sure he considers himself, you know, more black than white. But it doesn't really matter. It doesn't matter to any of us. It never did. Um, I'm not sure if they rigged his election, but maybe not, because I believe that there are many people like me that out there that you know, we don't believe in systemic racism. There isn't systemic racism here in this country, and there hasn't been for a long time. I realize there are a lot of black people out there that feel very deeply hurt with what happened in the past, you know, with slavery. And I think that's just horrendous. As as much as I think it's horrendous to have pedophilia exist rampantly in this country and all over the world, but it's very bad here in the United States. That's another thing that I was also, um, I was very much involved in the investigation of pedophilia here in the United States and primarily how it exists and came out of Washington, D.C. That's another story we can get into later on and articles. But let's go ahead and start off with the first article that I have. One of many. I have thousands and thousands and thousands of articles on Nats.News. And like Joe Rogan, I'm trying to bring you the truth. Like... Mark Levin, I'm trying to bring you the truth. I think he's a very, very astute and um, smart person. But that doesn't mean that I don't believe that there are many, many people in this country, whether you're poor, very poor, or middle class, that you aren't smart and that you don't come from a place where you can believe in yourself and you can do something with your life. But a lot of things have taken place over the years. And right now, um, I, I, I believe that our primary problem that we have is the criminal enterprise. That's what I call it. So let's start with the, the first article. I keep going back and forth here. This is my first, first podcast. So little by little, I'm going to get better and better. The first article I have here is list, list of 95 U.S. food manufacturing plants destroyed under Biden. I put this article out. I posted it on June 17, 2022. I started by saying, Biden's communist war by attrition. I want you to think about that. More alarming, fearful, and stressful news about this sinister, corrupted, failing president, deeply hurting Americans while he continues to do exactly as he is told by those who have no respect for humanity. 
They don't believe in the Constitution, the Declaration of Independence, or the Bill of Rights. Otherwise, they wouldn't be premeditatedly committing crimes against Americans and treason. There have been 95 U.S. food processing and manufacturing plants that have been destroyed by fire and blown up, even a plane flown into one. Now, that's not coincidental. It's, uh, it's a crime, what's being done, and I believe it's being done purposely for Americans to continue to suffer. But I'll continue here with the post. Of course, mainstream media, ABC, CBS, and NBC are ignoring this very serious and alarming news. They have the responsibility as news reporting companies to inform the American public. All I'm saying is, do your jobs to inform and protect the American public. That's what I'm saying to ABC, CBS, and NBC. Instead of sitting in an expensive studio and looking strikingly young and handsome or perfectly beautiful, is your presentation prerogative. But sitting pretty isn't cutting it or informing the public. War by attrition is being waged by the illegitimate presidency of corrupted Biden. Biden is purposely wearing down and weakening people's bodies and minds by shortening and limiting our staples, the food that we need to sustain. Therefore, in addition to weakening our resistance to fight back, when it's going to be necessary to protect our families from homeless illegal criminals looking for food, quite possibly committing a horrendous crime, to an innocent family. And that has already happened with the illegal criminal immigrants that have entered this country. These are single men that have are running away from a past. Criminals are criminals. They are very mobile. They're not sick. And some of if they are sick, they're bringing a lot of illnesses here to the United States as well. But let me continue with this. There are all kinds of crimes that will increase due to the stress of not having enough to eat. On June 16, 2022, it was announced by Congress the radical left are going to cut down or do away with menthol, cigarettes, and vaping in different flavors. Police departments think this is a very bad idea, which will lead to more crime because people won't be able to take a break and smoke to relieve stress and anxiety. Cigarette smoking and vaping is more popular in poor communities. This is really a nonsensical idea and bears no positive outcome. So I don't believe in this. I don't believe that they should do away with smoking right now or vaporing even though vaporing, it can be very dangerous, especially for the young people that are out there. I hope you're listening to me because I'm really pushing for you people that are very young. I believe in you, even if 
whoever surrounds you doesn't, I do, because I believed in myself since I was very little. But let's continue with the article. By purposely and premeditatively increasing the food shortage, Americans are now being attacked. I want you to listen to that clearly. We are being attacked by, the, by whoever is doing, which I probably suspect it's the CIA and the FBI that are doing these bombings and destroying the food manuf manufacturing plants in the United States. Where is the FBI? The FBI should be working diligently 24-7 to find the persons responsible for these atrocious criminal acts. Continuing to lessen our food supply is the very same thing that is happening in China under the communist dictator Xi Jinping, where he is starving 25 million people in Shanghai and has put over 300 million people in lockdown throughout China, threatening to punish those who practice Falun Gong or Falun Gong. In America, those who exercise the right to bear arms to protect themselves and their families are now being targeted by radical Democrats in the House and the Senate trying to pass legislation laws limiting or taking away all our protection, altogether our personal protection. They're claiming this will reduce the mass shootings that have constantly taken place. These mass shooters are getting younger. I'm talking about younger in age. The ages of 17, between 17 and 20. Almost all have posted on social media sites of their mass killing intentions to hurt others at any public place where there is a large gathering of people. These mass shootings are isolated incidents and more has to be done in identifying and capturing these people before they commit an atrocity. I want to make something absolutely clear. There is a distinction between law-abiding citizens who are legal gun owners and believe in law and order than those who commit crimes involved in corruption behind a political knave, all pretending to be a citizen of this country and committing treason. There is a distinction. Americans, especially the children and teenagers, have gone, have been under an enormous and unbelievable amount of stress since COVID-19 hit the United States national security for the past two and a half years. In addition to COVID-19, even worse were these experimental DNA-altering shots, jabs, that caused hundreds of serious adverse events that have disabled and killed millions. President Biden mandated everyone had to get the experimental genetic DNA altering shots. However, emergency use authorization 
requires legal informed consent from each person understanding the true risks involved, which would definitely exclude newborns and children from the ages one years old through 18. Doesn't it make sense? It makes sense to me. How can you get the consent of a one-year-old or a newborn baby? You can't even, you shouldn't even be able to get the consent of under anyone eight, under anyone who's 18. The dangerous adverse events were never disclosed to the public because there were no gold standard trials conducted by Pfizer, BioNTech, Moderna, and Johnson & Johnson. This voided the emergency use authorization. It voided it. And therefore, no one should have been forced to take the shot, the jab, not knowing the adverse event risks were far greater and dangerous and could severely disable and kill a person from one to two days up to a month. The stress of this knowledge has made it even harder for Americans. People and children are now completely different after taking these very dangerous shots. There are families of loved ones who died on the spot or later in the hospital, immersed in a nightmare, not knowing what their loved one died from. All they knew was their daughter, son, their mother, their father, was a pretty happy-go-lucky human being, living a normal life and were healthy until they got the shot, the jab, and it killed them. Natalie. The list of the U.S. of the 95 U.S.-based food manufacturing plants is unbelievable. If I look at Starting from number one, this was on January 11th of 2021, a fire that destroyed 75,000 square foot processing plant in Fayetteville. On April 30th, 2021, a gun, a fire ignited inside the Smithfield Foods pork processing plant in Mammoth, Illinois. On July 25th, 2021, three alarm fire, a three alarm fire at Kellogg plant in Memphis, 170 emergency personnel responded to the call. July 30th, 2021, firefighters on Friday battled a large fire at Tyson's River Valley Ingredients in Hansville, Alabama. August 23rd, 2021, fire crews were called to the Patak Meat Production Company on Ewing Road in Austell. On September 13th, 2021, a fire at the JBS beef plant in Grand Island, Nebraska, on Sunday night, forced a halt to slaughter and fabrication lies. October 13, 2021, a five-alarm fire ripped through the Dairy Gold Butter Production Plant in Caldwell, Idaho. 
On November 15, 2021, a woman is in custody following a fire at the Garrard County Food Pantry. On November 29, 2021, a fire broke out around 5.30 p.m. at the Made Right Steak Company Meat Processing Plant. On December 13, 2021, Westside Food Processing Plant in San Antonio left with smoke damage after a fire. On January the 7th, 2022, damage to a poultry processing plant and on Hamilton's Mountain following an overnight fire. On January 13th, 2022, firefighters worked for 12 hours to put a fire out at the Cargill Neutrina plant in Lecompte, Lecompte Louisiana, or Lecompte, Louisiana. On January 31st, 2022, a fertilizer plant with 600 tons of ammunition nitrate inside caught on fire on Cherry Street in Winston-Salem. Ammonium, I'm sorry. Correction, that was 600 tons of ammonium nitrate inside caught on fire on Cherry Street in Winston-Salem. So... Then we have another occurrence on February 3rd, 2022, February 3rd, 2022, February 15th, 2022, Bonanza Meat Company. More occurrences in February 15th, February 16th of 2022, February 18th of 2022, February 19th of 2022, February 22nd of 2022. It goes on and on and on for February consistently. And it looks like they start these explosions and these fires that were set to food manufacturing plants starts exponentially growing as 2022 takes place. And here we are. So this is the end of my first podcast I hope and pray that this will reach a lot of Americans, including the young, where I'm going to talk a lot about to to those of you who are young, who need positive advice, confidence, building your confidence. I believe in hope. I believe in faith. And I believe in the American people. And I certainly believe in the Constitution of the United States, the Declaration of Independence, and our Bill of Rights. And I believe in the freedom of speech and the right to bear arms. Because we are human beings and we are compassionate. Most of us are compassionate and have empathy and want the best for humanity. There are those on my podcast who I will identify specifically and what they are doing against the United States and the American people, which is treason, whether they're a president or they're a billionaire or an owner of a big tech company or someone who works at 
one of the big Wall Street banks, investing banks. There's a lot of corruption. Thank you for listening. I'm sorry if my voice was a little shaky. This was my first podcast, but I'm sure that as I go on, it should uh, get easier for me. And hopefully I'll be able to relax and be more myself because you're listening to someone who is, well, let's just say I'm quite capable (laughs) in more ways than one. Good evening. Have a very good evening evening on a Tuesday night and I hope to hear from many of you soon. God bless America and God bless Americans and God bless the young children, the young adults, our teenagers. Know that there is someone there for you. Good night. Natalie Keshing.